Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey friends, Dr. Motley here with the Ancient Health Podcast. Welcome, and today we are going to talk about the gallbladder. Now, the gallbladder is very important. It's a small organ that sits below your liver and it has huge implications on your health. It affects how your body processes foods and digests fats. It helps you with processing and eliminating certain hormones. And it can also be an organ that's very susceptible to infections. Now, why is it important to you? Because in our culture today, especially here in the U.S., we have diets that are high in refined sugars, starches, carbs, Trans fats, preservatives, pesticides, genetically modified foods, and all of these can have a huge effect and implication on the gallbladder itself. Now, the gallbladder is a small bag that can hold about 50 to 70 milliliters of fluid. And your liver at night is cleaning your blood. Your liver pulls up blood in the organ to be able to cleanse it so that it can actually create bile. So if you've ever heard of phase one, phase two detoxification, this is occurring in the liver at night. So in Chinese medicine, between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. is when a lot of the electrical flow is flowing to the gallbladder to get it energized and ready to receive the bile that the liver is creating. So the electrical flow goes from the gallbladder to the liver from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. So the liver's starting to get energized as well, and so the gallbladder's already prepped to receive the bile. So we want to talk about this organ, its effect by the liver, and how infections can get into the organ that can be big implications for your health. What are the symptoms? The symptoms for the gallbladder is chronic belching, chronic bloating in the upper gastric area, right below the sternum, after you eat. If you get chronic belching or gas right after you eat or unexplained, that's an indication for a gallbladder symptom. Also, the gallbladder in Chinese medicine can definitely affect your body and give it migraines. So you have belching, bloating, chronic migraines, pain around the eyes, chronic neck stiffness. And the reason being is because the gallbladder meridian flows around the ears, around the head, and down the neck and through the shoulders. So when we look at this, you can have migraines, neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, ankle pain. Literally, the meridian flows all the way down the body in this pattern. So Google that or research that. You will see the gallbladder meridian affecting almost every part of the body. It can affect your structure, your emotions, your overall biochemistry. Now, the other symptoms of gallbladder issues are the way you actually carry and process resentment and frustration and being overwhelmed. So I combine these when I see patients. If you're out there listening to this and say, man, I get bloating, I get belching, I get gas, I also get chronic shoulder pain and migraines. I can't digest foods that are heavy in fat, such as avocados, good oils, uh, like things found in almonds or tuna or salmon, good fish 
sources, also good fats that come from different types of proteins like beef or bison. If you can't handle that, these are symptoms of gallbladder. And if you start to mix in the emotions of feeling overwhelmed, I can't handle things because it's just too much coming at me, and I get frustrated and angry easy, this is an indication that the gallbladder and the liver are affected. So if you see this, listen up. When we eat food in our culture today, the reason that we can get heavily infected is because the gallbladder gets weak. Some of the main sources, again, are the sugars in our diet and also the water we drink. Most individuals are dehydrated, and one of the functions of the gallbladder is to have very, very soft, supple walls and to be able to create and contain bile salts that allow you to break down fats. If you have high sugars, high inflammation, and if there's birth control or certain prescription or medication within the body or even in the water sources, if there is a diet high in trans fats, that can really dry up the gallbladder. Why is it important? Because the gallbladder, remember, is supposed to hold the bile. And the bile itself is made up of old red blood cells that have been broken down. And this fluid, when you eat any type of good fat, whether it's in your butter or whether it's in your fish, when it goes into your stomach, the gallbladder has a nerve that makes it squeeze and it pumps the bile into your stomach to help you digest the fats and the fatty acids. Now, what happens if the fatty acids are in the stomach, but the gallbladder is dehydrated and it doesn't contract properly? The fats sit in the stomach and they go rancid. And that rancid effect causes you to belch and to have gas and to feed bacteria that's not probably the best bacteria because it's feeding on rancid fats. So you start to see how it has a multiple effect on your body. The dehydrated gallbladder, remember, is there also to help you get rid of old hormones. So the bile not only helps you digest fats, but it is also an exit strategy for the body to get rid of excess estrogens. So you can actually have excess estrogens placed within the bile. The bile's in the gallbladder. If it's healthy, it'll squeeze it into your stomach, which helps digest fats. But as it passes down through the small intestine, your body will then combine it with fibers, proper fibers when you eat. And that fiber then is then combined with the bile to create fecal matter. And so it passes through your bowel movements. So that's how the body gets rid of excess estrogens. And that's how it helps you with digesting fats. Another cool thing about the gallbladder is that when the liver is processing the blood, when the liver is trying to cleanse your blood at night, then it takes all the old infections from phase one and phase two detoxification of the liver, the old debris of viruses, mold, bacteria, yeast, viruses, these things are then placed within the bile to be able to be combined with the fiber as well to be pushed out through bowel movements. You see how the gallbladder is a small organ, but it is so useful. And sometimes you'll hear that practitioners will say, well, you really don't need your gallbladder, which is the furthest from the truth. The gallbladder uses the bile salts. So we talk about bile salts. People use ox bile. They'll use bile salts or certain minerals to increase that source of salt within 
the gallbladder. Why is that important? Because it helps alkalinize the bile. You can take old infections when they've been torn apart, being filtered through your blood, and as it's placed into the bile, the body will alkalinize the bile. And what does it do? It neutralizes any leftover infection. It helps neutralize toxins. It alkalinizes the toxins. When the gallbladder is sick, it will not alkalinize the toxins. It will make your body stay acidic. So the more unhealthy the gallbladder, the more acidic your whole environment is. So if you take the gallbladder out, you need to take things that will help you digest lipase in a better, proper way. So if you don't have a gallbladder, don't overreact. Don't be scared. You just need to start to supplement with an enzyme that helps break down lipids like lipase. There are many good supplements out there that have ox bile or lipase in them, and it may need to be a steady part of your diet because you need to be able to break down those properties of the gallbladder if you don't have a gallbladder, okay? So you have a dehydrated gallbladder, and it can create what? Stones. That's why people have sludge in their gallbladder or stones. If you don't drink enough water, if you overindulge in sugars, if you have too many refined starches, and if you are in a resentful, overworked, frustrated, angry environment, these all have effect on the gallbladder and liver. Now, this will create stones. It dries up into stones. So if you have a family lineage of, man, my family line, my grandparents, my mother, my grandmother, my aunts, all had gallbladder stones, it runs in the family. Emotions run deep. And when you have a diet that's been perpetuated in your family line, you're going to find out that there's going to be gallstones in the family line. What is very, very basically familiar for infections to go into these stones is because many infections are what they call lipophilic. Lipophilic means that certain organisms are very prone to attach to the lipids that are in your organs. Mold is one of those. Mold loves certain fats to attach to. Parasites do too as well. So when you have these stones or you have this bile that's caked up in the gallbladder, the infections that are normally passed through your digestion, that's what it's supposed to do. Your body's supposed to be strong enough to get all those trapped infections, put into your gallbladder, alkalinize it, place it into your stomach to be combined with fiber later to be excreted those infections get lipophilic. They attach the fats, and so they stick in the gallbladder. They stay there. Does that make sense? And as they stick there, they perpetuate. They grow. And so if you think about mold on an old shower curtain, it multiplies because internal environments are dark, damp, and they have some form of humidity. Now, this allows these infections like parasites to stick around in the gallbladder. And so the infections, if they're mold or if they're parasites, or even if it's strep, they can transmit or pass into other organs. Because remember, there's a bile duct, there's a common bile duct, there's ducts in small um, tubes that go from the gallbladder and the pancreas and the spleen and the liver that all attach to certain parts of your digestive tract because they're all dumping enzymes into your digestion to help you break down foods. But parasites especially and certain types of mold love to go back and forth between the tubes because they feed on certain 
basically starches, carbs, certain types of preservatives or trans fats. So they have metabolisms too. When you eat food, that gives your body a signal something's coming down the pipe and these infections can smell it. They know and they will go and they will travel into the stomach and they will get their feast and they will go back into the gallbladder because they are lipophilic and they will stay in the gallbladder. And so you have individuals who have the chronic migraines, they have the bloating and the constipation because that gallbladder is so stuffed up. If you think about the mechanisms too, is that the liver is busy trying to dump as much toxicity and bile into the gallbladder to be pushed out. But if you have a gallbladder that's dehydrated and is not prepared, the liver gets backed up. And so your methylation processes also get backed up, which means dirty blood. In a nutshell, guys, dirty blood can get through the bloodstream and into the brain. And that will make you angry, upset, and get frustrated. You see how the mechanisms work? All from the gallbladder being infected and being dehydrated. If you have had mono or Epstein-Barr virus or strep or staph or have had parasites or bacteria when you're young, many of those infections get into your lymph nodes, they get into your bloodstream, they can go down seriously through mucus, through the esophagus, through the lymph nodes, down into your stomach, and they can actually get into your liver through the bloodstream. So you can have a multi-array of ways that your liver and gallbladder can be infected by, let's say, strep throat or parasites or H. pylori or E. coli or salmonella, and they're all going through the lymph nodes of your throat and your chest and your esophagus, and it also gets finally into the bloodstream. And the bloodstream will actually do what? Transmit it to the liver to try to clean it out and also go to your kidneys but eventually it can make its way into your gallbladder. I hope this mechanism of what happens is simple and clean to understand. Now that's why people get their gallbladders removed consistently, chronically. Why does it cause so much pain? Because if there's stones and sludge in the gallbladder and you eat a, a food source that's very high in fats, the gallbladder will contract to squeeze the bile into the stomach. And, this, and that squeezing down on something that is very dehydrated will actually cause pain and tenderness. The nerves around the gallbladder get very, very inflamed. So you'll start to see this transitioning of electrical signals that are being backed up in the acupuncture system. Remember, I talked about how it travels down the neck and through the shoulders and down the hips and to the ankles. But that backup of energy goes all the way back. It goes in reverse back up the neck. So you'll start to see over-inflammation of the head, of the cranium. You'll start to see over-inflammation of the shoulders. And you'll start to see people with chronic hip pain or even hips that get dislocated or pop or crack or ankles that chronically crack and pop all the time. I cannot tell you how many times that people have ankles that get sprained and turn in chronically because they have a weak gallbladder. So we have to look for infections. If you're asking me, Doc, that's all great. What does that mean? Infections such as strep, chronic staph, E. coli, H. pylori, salmonella, Lyme disease or Lyme infections or its co-infections and parasites can all be contributed or attributed to having a very sludgy, overworked gallbladder. Now, I would ask if you talk to your primary care doctor or your holistic physician that they look into testing for these types of infections if you have a gallbladder issue and if you have chronic infections in the body. 
If you get these things checked out, some of the things that I suggest with my patients are certain herbals that do help with gallbladder cleansing. I love phylanthus, P-H-Y-L-L-A-N-T-H-U-S. Phylanthus is an herb that's known as stone breaker. And I like the supplement Bodyguard Supreme by Supreme Nutrition Products because it goes in and cleans a lot of the stones out of the liver, the gallbladder, and the kidneys. But you don't want to do it too quickly because you can get overwhelmed because if you flush too much out, the infections love to take themselves and embed themselves in the stones. That's how they protect themselves from the immune system. And so if you break them up too fast, they'll open up and they'll flood and they'll try to escape. So if you do it too quickly, it can make you feel sick. So some individuals use phylanthus and some use citrus pectin. I like pectasol, P-E-C-T-A-S-O-L. Pectasol is a great anti-inflammatory uh, agent that uh, one of my good friends, Dr. Elias, he has a great supplement. And you can use that to help soften up the stones as well. So you can use Bodyguard with a little bit of pectasol. And during the day, if you find that you have sludge, you can also sip on lemon juice. Very low amounts. Not drink, but sip. And this in itself, with that citrus pectasol, can actually help loosen up the sludge. Now, another herbal I really like is Golden Thread Supreme by Supreme Nutrition Products. It is very good for the gallbladder. It helps with removal of stones. It helps kill off a lot of infections within that area. I always start off very slow. I say take one capsule every other day, three a week, and you'll start to see that it can actually help heal up the gallbladder. And if you combine it with some of the philanthus, it has been shown in my office where it can actually heal up the gallbladder and start to reduce the symptoms we just talked about. So I love Bodyguard Supreme, Golden Thread Supreme, Pectisol, and maybe sip on a bit of lemon juice throughout the day. Hydrate with plenty of water, half your body weight in ounces. Also, remember, with the gallbladder and liver, you have to make sure you reduce your refined sugars and your carbs and starches and knock out any fake bad fats. You always, you always want to use cold-pressed organic types of oils, whether it's grapeseed oil, whether it's olive oil, flaxseed oil, make sure they're from a clean organic source. So we want to clean out the infections. Remember Golden Thread Supreme. We want to hydrate. This is why this organ is such a huge effect on the whole body. You'll notice that your methylation of your liver will actually increase in a positive way, as in it will help clean your blood properly, and then you'll actually have less frustration, anger, resentment, and being overwhelmed. I see it every single day in the office, guys. So I hope this was a clear explanation. I want you to know that cleaning the small organ out can have a huge effect on your overall health. Guys, it is a deep dive into the infections of the gallbladder. Research these types of infections. And if you have a family history of gallbladder issues, please do not take this lightly. It's a big thing that's happening in our culture today and around the world. Take it easy, guys. I hope you have a great day. Talk to you soon.